we're back. So we're on what? Podcast number... Technically... Two? Two, but kind of three. The first one was a little rambly. That was just an intro. So, it's summertime now in Canada, finally. We are back in Toronto, having an ice cap. As one does. Okay, whatever. Ice caps are better. But I'm not gonna say anything because we're gonna get all traffic. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that, but I don't know. I think I, I, I liked our last one. We talked about power circles, Oof, words, um, and the importance of having good people around you yeah. and people who push you, not just yes men, mm-hmm. which is great. But we also, I think, at the end of it, we got a little bit into talking about how important it is just. In order to make that power circle happen, you do have to kind of be secure within yourself. Yeah. And that takes a lot to kind of get to that point. It's not going to happen overnight. It takes a lot of growing. It takes a lot of learning, a lot of unlearning, yeah. um, all that. So let's talk a little bit about how you get to that point and like insecurities. Because you've, you've, we've talked about this a couple yeah, of times now. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. Everybody has their insecurities. Of course. And I think... I think oh, when I was like growing up, I always used to be really, I was insecure about my insecurities, obviously mm-hmm. as, as one is and like my flaws and I used to do whatever I could to hide them and yeah. like cover it up. Yeah, yeah. But I've gotten to a point where I realize that no one is perfect. Nothing is perfect. Perfection is a myth. Yeah. And so you have to embrace the good, the bad, the ugly mm-hmm. and just be like, it is what it is. And so like now when I meet people, I'm like, yo, straight up, I'm a bitch. <laughs> you, you want to be friends with me? You're gonna come. It's coming with a lot of sassiness, a lot of mean comments. At the end of the day, I love you, but I'm not gonna tell you that. You're insecure about that. I, you, I'm very. So when I was younger, I was like very insecure about how, like, I have a lot of love to give, and mm-hmm. it, it used to get take advantage of a lot. Like, I'm yeah. a very caring human being, and I was really insecure about how caring I was. It's okay. so weird. Like, I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. But I was so insecure about how caring I was because. I would, like, I felt like people were going to take advantage of me, of me, and they did. Yeah. And so, it took a lot to learn that me putting myself out there and being caring and giving all the love that I have, mm-hmm. and someone taking advantage of it isn't a reflection of me, it's a reflection of them. I'm yeah, not doing yeah. anything wrong. That's on them. That's their actions. And so, the more secure I became with myself, the less that started to bother me and the more I could like be me if that makes sense I feel like there's another question like where do these insecurities come from because because, like I don't think we're born to be like insecure I feel like other people put their insecurities on us which Mm -hmm. probably the first people that do that are are probably our parents and family that we were surrounded by initially I feel like that's what that's what starts that insecurity and we let other people put their insecurities on us yeah because insecurity which, yeah. is a learned behavior. Yeah. Being insecure is a learned behavior, yeah. which um, al- almost all behaviors are learned yeah. through your environment. So whether that be your parents <clears throat> putting it on you or it be like media, school, peers, coworkers, whatever that is. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's the thing about it is that you can change it. And so things that you were insecure about before, when you learn to rationalize it or like understand it better, you can become more secure in yourself yeah, so yeah, yeah. it is an active like thing you have to do and that's why I'm so big on this whole like unlearning thing right now yeah um because for the first pretty much like 22 years of your life everyone else is telling you what you have to do yeah 
so you like your parents are telling you you have to do this and you're like why do i have to do it and they're like because i said so and then you go to school and they're like you have to do this math question this way and you're like but why and they're like because i said so and like everything's just because you have to until you're 22 and then suddenly it's you're off in the world and it's like do what you want and you're like i don't know how (laughs) and so you have all of these learned behaviors and then at like 22 onwards like i feel like 22 to like mid 30s you're just unlearning all of this stuff that you've been taught that's made you insecure or that's made you a certain way and you're like trying to actually figure out yourself and it's like a whole process of becoming a whole different you i agree Uh, also i feel like a lot of our insecurities that we have we like i think you said this last time that we're too self-centered it's this ego that we think Mm -hmm. we're so important Mm -hmm. that there is such a big deal but when you look at it when you kind of when you get over it you realize how almost not important it was how much you overthought it because no one else gives a fuck exactly the thing like you said this before where you're like your biggest insecurity is usually like your biggest strength yeah yeah and like so i want to talk about that in a little bit but it's also like no one gives i always feel like such a dick saying this out loud but like no one cares about you you are or nobody nobody pays that much attention no one, yeah no one pays that much attention to you like in the grand scheme of things like i've said this a couple of times i don't think on the podcast but like in general when i have conversations like you are simultaneously the most important thing in the world and insignificant at the same time yeah in the grand scheme of things you don't matter unless you make yourself matter. unless you make yourself matter and you have, you have to make yourself matter to you exactly so be the most important thing in your own world but recognize that at the end of the day you ain't shit yeah true like me personally like i remember uh before like i recently got over this is i used to i used to hold back conversation i didn't want to talk mm-hmm. to people so much and i i i i i well other people assumed that i was anti-social because i just yeah. didn't like people or that's what i put in myself but what i what i figured out after we, we had our trip together uh, FYI, I was just super drunk and I was just saying the most nonsense <laughs> shit. It was so funny. At all times, that made no sense and none of it was actually funny, but people actually liked it. And I, yeah. I realized that people aren't as bad as I you thought think, they were yeah. and I don't have to hold myself back. Like, that's one of the insecurities that I recently gotten over of actually having conversations yeah. with people. That, like, what I realized is, like, it was such a small thing and I realized it was just like, I just blew it out of proportion. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, because it's like, like I remember in Vancouver when we we're there, um, one when we were having conversations, like we would have the conversations, like we're having now, like something yeah. like this. We talked about this, I'm pretty sure, with people in Vancouver. Probably. Um, at one of the lunches, like so. What, this for whoever's listening, like one of the things we ended up doing in Vancouver is I've got a lot of friends there, but we also made a lot of great connections. Mm-hmm. And so almost every meal that we had, it would be obviously the two of us because we're stuck together because you're yeah. drunk and I'm driving you around. <laughs> um, but we'd invite someone else. Yeah. And like, so, yeah, we'd invite someone else and the three of us or four of us or whoever's there, we would have deep conversations like this. And that's something usually you would only do with like with, yeah, me yeah, in yeah, the car when yeah. we're not recording. Exactly. But now you like you've gone better about talking about it in person. But the other funny thing to me was when you were quiet and everyone was <laughs> freaking out and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we went to record a video at one of my friend's house and he like literally he like came up to me he's like Sunny okay i was like yeah like, i don't understand what's going on they're like he just hasn't said anything i'm like yeah he doesn't usually talk they're like what are you talking about he's so talkative i'm like no the version of Sunny you guys are getting is not the real version like that's not how he is yeah but i think you found your balance now yeah, that, yeah, like 
because you do have good things to say and mm-hmm. yeah i always felt like you held back yeah yeah and i was sure. always a talkative one yeah for sure now it's kind of equal no, so you lost status. I did not lose status. I'm you still will. better. I'm okay, way whatever. more fun. Okay, continue. Before we lose track again. <laughs> you did this. Um, Sorry. But, okay, yeah, going back to what we were talking about before, how you were talking to stop ripping up straws. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, you said that your biggest strength is usually the thing you're most insecure about. Yes, I agree. Which I agree, but it's hard to conceptualize that. And, like... I don't know. It's, like, well, the way... Okay, I'm gonna put it in the simplest terms that I know that I feel like people understand. So me, I have really nice hair. <laughs> I did not tell myself I have really nice hair. People always tell me I have really nice hair. So obviously, nice hair. okay, I have nice hair. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, that's like I guess that's my bet. My that's your thing. That's my thing. That's my physical most like prized physical asset, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then, when someone else is in the room and people are like, yo, that person has really nice hair, I'm like, nah, bro, I have nicer hair. <laughs> Which I usually do, but like, it's just... It's <laughs> Even now. Exactly. It's like your biggest strength is almost your biggest, like, your lar- your biggest weak point, too. Like, your biggest, the easiest way to kind of get at someone, right? Like That makes sense. Another oh, one, yeah. a- another one, uh, one of my friends, he's super tall. He's 6'4". <laughs> Like he's a tall guy, he's usually the tallest guy in the room. But then whenever someone else seems taller or we point out that yo, this person might be taller, he will literally go start measuring himself to other people like, yo, see, I'm actually taller. It's like it's like it's 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 like a contradiction or like this this uh what's that word? Dichotomy or I don't know, this juxtaposition. Yeah, juxtaposition, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 funny, right? And like even like even if you're talking about like characteristics, like me personally, I I think I'm like um like creative wise, I think I have my strongest point right now. Probably is still my like draw art, my mm-hmm. hand drawings. But that's still my like if someone criticizes that, I take the most offense to it because yeah. that is what I'm best at, right? Yeah, like it's like people like I've gone so ever since I started like putting myself out there and like doing a lot more stuff in the public eye. If someone critiques. Like the way I model, I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck because I'm like, I'm, that's yeah. not that. I'm like, whatever, I'm doing that for fun. Yeah. Or like, even my dancing, I'm like, I don't really care. I'm like, that's I'm, I'm just doing it for fun. But like, when yeah. someone critiques my writing, like, I get so anxious and like, yeah. I take it to heart. Which I've been working on it because I've yeah, because yeah. that's what I've been doing since I was five years old. Mm. And like, that's something that like has been my thing. And same with like mental health conversations when someone, yeah. I mean, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But like, I feel like if someone like challenged my like beliefs on it or like the way I speak about it, my first <coughs> thing, like just instinctually would be a little bit just defensive because I'm like, that's like, that's my thing. For sure, yeah. I agree. And the same way, that I'm the same way too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting there with my, my music is where like, I'm at a point where I think I'm good at it, but then if someone says it, I kind of, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't want to accept it, but I still have, I know I have to accept yeah. it because I know I'm not that good at it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were to point out something in one of my like, something I've I've, I've drawn or something, then I'd be like, yo, what do you mean? Like I'm fucking amazing at this. <laughs> you know what the fuck you're talking about? It's, it's not even like you don't know what you're talking about it's just like that it like hits your heart it's a heart yeah i'd be like yo i'm, I'm supposed to be really good at this How yeah because it's, it's a part of your identity <clears throat> i think that's what it is is like when people ask who i am it's like <coughs> jesse Brar. she's the 
she's a mental health spotlight. Like those are synonymous now. Yeah. And so if someone like challenges that or like goes for it, I'm like you're going like you're coming at me. It's not just about that thing. And I think that's I that's one of the things I have to learn is like I'm a very like full on like very upfront person, and yeah. I had to realize that like the way I deliver feedback or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. you have to be careful, especially in when you're going for someone something that like someone really really loves and like yeah. cares about like you have to be careful with that because yeah. it is a part of them obviously but yeah also i've noticed like the the strongest thing i've also noticed too is because when i was younger um like i was i was like a regular kid i was like i was an ugly kid to be honest <laughs> i was like fat and everything like um, like i didn't take care of myself i didn't like uh-huh. it was it was, it was i wasn't attractive face. yeah i had like an awkward ugly like it was a long awkward face you mine too very long but i never cared for the fact of looking good type thing like i i was just like out here i didn't care that people mm-hmm. would look at my clothes or anything yeah. like that but like over the past couple of recent years you know i started taking care of myself mm-hmm. and all that stuff my confidence gone up but I'm like I always have to I have to be like you know, if I'm going out I have to look like good like I have to my clothes have to be this way do you know what oh I'm saying I it's so much pay I pay much pay so much more attention to it but it's also one of my strengths do you understand what I'm saying No that you lost me on that I, 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 don't, I don't know Because I was I was ugly before uh-huh. so I didn't look good Uh-huh so you didn't care get in care but then now I do and then people think that I'm good at this so I feel like I have to be the best Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm more insecure about my I feel like I'm more insecure about my looks now than mm-hmm. I was when I was a kid, when I was ugly. Yeah, I think your like insecurities change. Yeah, like yeah, as you yeah. grow older, you prioritize yeah. different things, you care about things differently and so insecurities change and it is just a matter of like learning and re- like learning, unlearning, relearning whatever it is, all this behavior because it is a learned pattern. Uh, But how, how do you that's a, how do you get there? That's another Like how do you get to the point of not giving a fuck? Like how do you get over insecurity type thing? You just have to accept it. Yeah. That thing, that's what it is and it, it sounds so simple and easy but obviously it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying like at the beginning is you have to accept the good, the bad and the ugly. No one is perfect. Perfection is a myth. No one is perfect. There's no reason for you to achieve like to strive to achieve perfection and just be you unapologetically. Yeah. Like I started doing this a lot more like I am who I am. Yeah. And you you either vibe with it or you don't. And if you don't, that's completely okay. There's nothing saying that you have to like me or you have to hang out with me. Like yeah. I'm not holding you hostage. If you don't want to be around me, don't be around me. That's fine. I agree that. I and same thing. Yeah. Like my favorite quote of all time is Dr. Seuss. So my mom like bought me all the books when I was younger and I read I remember reading this for the first time when I was like four or five. Yeah. And it's stuck with me ever since, but it's be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Yeah. So it's really just about at the end of the day be you yeah. and the people who <coughs> understand it, care for it and want to stick around will. Yeah. And so you don't have to change yourself for other people, just do what makes you happy. But, but I feel like a lot of people go like are different people to different like they change the way they act mm-hmm. according to the people that they're that they're like, surrounded with. Yeah. That, that, I used to do that, but there's I stopped doing that. There's two sides to that. Yeah. I think there's two sides to that. There's like one where you just like read social cues. Like I know I can't act the way I do 
Uh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. in public, the way yes. like or, or like it's different. Like yeah, yeah, with I my know. different friend groups, like I act like it's not that I'm no, changing. No, I'm not saying. Who I not, am. I'm not saying like acting as in oh maybe not saying a certain joke. I mean like yeah. changing their like beliefs. Like yeah, okay, like okay. do you know like yeah. to, to agree or disagree? So I I feel like I've broken this down like two. There's two types of people that do it. Mm-hmm. There's two reasons why you do this. Mm-hmm. No. First run, a first reason you usually do it. First reason you do it is one, you're, you're trying to get something from that person, so you want to be friends with them. So you are yeah. you are agreeing with everything yeah. they're saying to get into their circle and uh-huh. and gain something from yeah. them, which is kind of Shady. slimy, right? Yeah. And then number two is it's just you're, you just want to be liked because it happens. Yeah, yeah, I I I, I agree. Like I, when I was a kid, I used to do that. Like yeah. I just wanted to be liked by the person so i just agree whatever they say i didn't want anything from them i just wanted them to like me type thing it happens the opposite too so i was the opposite where i didn't want people to like me mm. because i was always scared of people getting too close to me and then, and then fucking me up yeah, yeah, so i would yeah, just yeah. be an outward bitch to everyone true, true, which yeah. like underlyingly yeah i'm bitchy but like I, I am a caring human like i do care a lot and because i was scared of people knowing how much i cared and realizing that like i care too much and like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it could be taken advantage of i would just outright like act differently like yeah, I'd yeah, act yeah. like an asshole yeah, to keep people away yeah, that makes sense yeah, you have those walls right? yeah it's it, like yeah it's a putting up a wall so you can either put it up you can yeah it's just changing your behavior to suit your purpose at the time and it's different when you're like adjusting versus changing yeah but the thing is what you said you're not actually changing your beliefs you're not changing yeah. your stand you're just making yeah. it harder to talk about mm. but when when you're actually like you, you you have no stand where you're just agreeing yeah. with someone like those two those two reasons why you do it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm saying. Right? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because it happens a lot when you're younger. When mm-hmm. you just like you yeah like you yeah. you just want people to like you. I remember when I moved schools. Yeah. So I used to live in Mississauga and then I moved to Brampton. So in Mississauga I lived in streetsville area so it was yeah. super super white yeah. and then i went to brampton like springdale yeah. and saw brown people for like literally the first time <laughs> in my life like yeah. it was the first time i went to school and i was like everyone is brown <laughs> i went to sunnyview and i was like oh my god like i don't know how to survive here yeah, yeah. and the first like two or three years i think like i got there in grade five and until grade eight probably i would just agree with whatever just mm-hmm. to make my life easier yeah because i remember That's what I yeah yeah because the first like like the first couple of weeks i was there it was rough mm-hmm. remember i was walking down the hall and this like one guy took off his belt and like ripped me on the yeah. ass with it. i was like what is this place this, this is very yeah. sunny view like this yeah. is not uncommon yeah um and after that i was like i just need to survive <laughs> and just because i wanted to survive i would just agree to whoever like yeah, yeah. whoever was around like I just like, yeah, whatever. literally yeah, anything like i remember in grade seven i want to say grade grade seven and eight mm-hmm. um i was in the class with like all the delinquents mm-hmm. because i wasn't a delinquent yeah. and then the teacher would be like you're a good kid like i'm just gonna put you at the back with the delinquents because <laughs> i know you'll be fine i'm like miss yeah. please don't do this but there's this one guy that i sat beside the whole year for two years we were in the class um both times and he'd be like, yo, just give me your test. I'm like, okay. I was like, Lala, it's fine. Like, just take my test. Like, just leave me alone. Take my test. Yeah, yeah, And, he, yeah, yeah. like, and that's so not me. Like, I'd be like, if someone asked that now, I'd be like, fuck you. Exactly. Like, but I would just, at that time, I was just like, whatever, like, whatever will let me survive this. 
Yeah, I realized too, like, once when you do that, the people you start surrounding yourself, going back to like the mm-hmm. last, like, you don't, you start surrounding yourself with people that you don't want to be surrounded exactly. with. Exactly. Like, I realized, like, I used to think that pe- people wouldn't like me if I actually told them what I thought. But yeah. When I was younger, I was surrounded by people I didn't like, I didn't necessarily like them, I just mm-hmm. was surrounded by people because. I didn't want to be alone, right? Yeah, and how can you expect someone to like you for you if exactly. you don't act if you like don't you? Exactly, don't act like you. And, um, and like over these last two years, I've grown to be like, you know what, I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck what you think. This is what I think. And I, I've been surrounded by like, now I'm like surrounded by people that are actually doing something, that are successful, yeah. that are actually ambitious. people, ambitious, yeah. that are actually doing something, that are rec- being recognized by mm-hmm. others by doing something. And they don't necessarily agree with everything I say, Yeah. but they realize that I'm real with them, mm-hmm. so like that's why you're around. I feel like people, like actual people that are trying to do something that are real people, recognize real. Yeah. Like real recognize real. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> no, but it's also like I've had the same core group of friends, like my girls, mm-hmm. the four of us, we've been friends since grade nine. So it's been 10, 10 plus years now yeah. that we've been friends. And they were the people that I could always be myself around. Like, regardless, yeah. like, they got the good, the bad, the ugly. They got the bitchy. Yeah. Like, they got the super nice caring. Like, they got all of it. Mm. To the point where, like, oh, God, first year of university, I was a dick. I was such an asshole. Mm. They, they were also kind of being dicks at the time. First year, like, university changes a lot. You learn a lot. Um, I never yeah, fair. Yeah. But like, whatever. Moving out of the house, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll you learn a lot. Um, and like, we talked it through. We got through it. We're still friends today. So it's yeah. been ten years now. But I've lost so, like, air quotes, lost so yeah. many friends in the process. Yeah. Which before used to make me really anxious because, like, yeah. I, like I said, I'm a very caring human. Like, I get very, very attached to like friends. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I don't get attached. Like, even in relationships, I don't get that attached. But, like, friendships, like, mean so much to me. Because yeah, yeah. to me, that's my family. Yeah. Because my family life... Like, it's the fact that, yo, you yeah. have everything or you don't have nothing. For yeah, me. exactly. Like, I it's mean, a light I'm switch. Way, yeah. So you... And especially, like, my friends are my family. Like, I've yeah. got, obviously, like, my mom, my siblings, my nana, my nanny. Yeah. But I consider my good friends my family. Like, I yeah. treat them just like I would. Um, and so losing friendships to me was harder than any breakup I've been through, anything else that I've gone through. And I used to be so, like, I would beat myself up about it. I'm like, yeah. what if I did this differently? What if I acted like this? What, whatever, whatever. And yeah, you just have to become comfortable with, like, it served its purpose for a time. Yeah. And they either vibe with you or they don't. And you, like, move on and you find your circle. And, like, I'm so happy with the circle I have today. And it's not that I have, like, I know a lot of people say, like, like having a small circle is good yeah. but I, I like i have a lot of friends i talk to a lot of people yeah, yeah, yeah. but talking to people the, 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 i don't know i, I guess it, it, it it's different how you yeah. define friendship is different like what your friends my my friends i define my friends that i talk to like i talk to a lot and i'm interacting with almost almost every every other day those who are those those I I define as my friends. But yeah, it depends on how you define. No, I define it similarly. But yeah. like for me, there's like 15, 20, like probably more people that I talk to on like a daily or like at least two, three times a week. Actually, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. there's just like if I vibe with you, like I am all for like, and it's not just people in Toronto. Like yeah, that's, oh, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing is like I've got really good friends around the world. Like true. I have people that I'm. 
talk to every day from London. I have people that I talk to every day from Vancouver, from LA, from New York. And these are all like really good friends. I have a very special place in my heart and you don't need a small circle. You just need a good circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. For me, um, like the, the, I know one guy that like my whole life, mm-hmm. he's been through there and I've lost so many other people mm-hmm. and he's the only one that's seen, he's seen my actual progress. Yeah. I've known him since like, isn't like grade two, I don't think he says grade two or like, I don't know, I don't know if one or two or three, I don't remember. I just, all I remember it's is, it's been ev- a while. It's <laughs> been a long time. And ever since I can remember, I've known him. Mm-hmm. Like ever since I've had memories, I've known him. Yeah. And he's been around. And he's the one that's helped me the most too. He's been the realist too. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I have him obviously there. And then I have, uh, like, three close friends from Edmonton that I, because I grew up, I spent five, uh, my high school, most of my high school in Edmonton. So mm-hmm. I have a good uh, four, three, four friends in Edmonton that I still talk mm-hmm. to that are actually, like, my brothers too. And now I have my Eminence family too. Like, yeah. that's family too. Like, everyone yeah. is family to me too. Mm-hmm. And, and, what what I love most is I have my insecurities or whatever around them, but then I'm still me 100% around yeah. them, and like I'm not scared to be myself or say something that I actually feel around these yeah. people. And they accept you flaws and all. That's what exactly. it is. Insecurities, honestly, at the end of the day, you're never gonna be free of them. Yeah, it's they'll always happen. be there. It's natural. Like you're, there's always gonna be times where you're insecure about something, and it yeah. changes what you're insecure about. Yeah. But you learn to accept it and you're like you know what fine like this is something I'm a little insecure about whatever I still have good people around me it doesn't change who I am yeah I don't need to change myself for anyone else and you just accept it and you just live life unapologetically yeah it's just uh, having a mindset of like yo I'm going to be as real as I can and the people that surround you and stay around Mm -hmm. you for being real those are the people that you need yeah and those are the people that like kind of help you get over your insecurities Mm -hmm. too like the guys at Eminence have helped me get over so many insecurities. Not because they're like, they went out there like, yo, you, like, they're like, had talks and shit with me, yeah. but they just let me be me around them, right? Yeah. And I feel, felt comfortable. I'm like, you know what? If these people that, you know, are doing something, that have something to brag about, mm-hmm. accept me for who I'm, who are randoms that I don't know that I have to be scared of. And it's at the end of the day, life isn't that serious. Like, yeah, life is yeah, legit, short legit, legit. to be stressed all the time. Like, I lived, like, 22 years of my life just being constantly stressed at yep. every single second. Yep. Yep. And it's not worth it. Like, it doesn't get you anywhere, whether you stress all the time or whether you just, like, live life, have fun. Yeah. Outcome is the same. Yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah. change anything. So exactly. you might as well just live like you want to. Yeah, same. Like, I, after, when I was 19 to 20, I lived my life like a fucking like 40 year old. I yeah. fucking worked like 13, 14 hours, six days a week. Yep. I had so much stress. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is the point of all this if I can't be happy? Literally, that's the change that I made in the last year. Is I remember when I got out of my relationship. Yeah. So I was 23, 23 and a half ish, like yeah. 20, 24 when I got out of my relationship. And like all the people I was meeting and all like the new friends I was getting into my life, they're like, dude, why are you 85? They're like, why do you live your life like you're an 85-year-old woman? You're 24, calm the fuck down. And I was like, no, blah, blah, blah. And then honestly, last summer, like I had a great time. Like I did stupid shit. I I had a lot of fun. I went out, I partied, I met new people. And I finally just started acting my age and being like, I'm 24. I'm going to act like a 24-year-old. Have fun. Life's not that serious. 
and it feels so much better. Yeah. Like it was like a weird weight was lifted off my yeah, shoulder. It's because like, because what I, I feel like what, what was happening is a person was expecting you to act a certain way, so you were mm-hmm. acting a certain way. Yeah. I had this conversation with my younger sister uh, a couple days ago that being with someone and you 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 kind of start you shouldn't have to change who you are to be yeah. with that person. That person has an idea of what they want you to be you kind of conform to be that person and you may not actually be that person you're just doing yeah. it for them right that's exactly what it was I, my whole relationship i lived my whole relationship for the other person yeah. i was literally living for this other person i would do anything in my power to make them happy i like stopped thinking about anything that made me happy yeah and then at the end of it when i left even until the you end you didn't know what where yeah, you, where you were right? yeah like at the end i I only left the relationship because I was like, oh, this person doesn't actually want to be with me. So why am I sticking around? Not even why am I sticking around? Why am I putting them through this? That was what was going through my head is Mm -hmm. why am I putting them through this? It was always about them. And then once I finally cut it off and stepped out of it, I was just like, who the fuck am I? What makes you happy? Yeah, like what makes me happy? What am I doing with my life? Why? Like, I'm so stressed. And then... I had to take a step back and like re-find myself. Yeah, and another reason I'm sure you were with that person to kind of fill the void of certain insecurities, mm-hmm. certain things you had, right? Yeah, because at the beginning of our relationship, he, like it was very helpful. Like he, when I, we started dating, I was 20, yeah, and I had just come off of like one of, like when I was 20, I was struggling a lot with my mental health. Yeah, and he was one of the people who was very accepting okay, of it, yeah, yeah. and he was very like. When I, when I was on medication and like medication for the, those people who don't know it it's not like you start taking like it's not like you have a like flu that, yeah, yeah. and like and you start taking the medicine and it just starts getting better yeah, yeah. it like gets worse before it gets better yeah. so like when you try new medication for your mental health it fucks up all your hormones yeah. so there was weeks where like I would try new medication and I would be like nauseous yeah. for like weeks on end yeah. or I'd be crying for weeks on end and you're not allowed like you have to take at least a month of it to see if it, it levels works, out yeah, yeah. and so and it's a process because you have to figure out which works for you so like the first like six seven months of our relationship yeah. i was just on and off of meds trying to find one that worked for me and so yeah. i was a mess i was yeah. such a wreck yeah. and he was so supportive he was always there for me like anytime like i could call him in the middle of the night and be like like bawling my eyes out he, he like wherever he was he would yeah. drive up and come like come to me like yeah. it wasn't great but I also wasn't mean when I got into the yeah, relationship, yeah. and so I had no idea what I wanted. It was my first, like, serious relationship. Everything, like, everyone else I dated before, I wasn't, like, I never saw it going anywhere. Yeah. And so it was hard, and I was just so, like, clung on to this idea of this person's done so much for me that I wanted to do whatever made them happy. Yeah. And, like, this is something, like, I've learned now, like, now that I'm 25, and dating again or whatever is at the end of the day you have to be you in yeah. order to be in a good relationship yeah because my relationship was toxic and, and it was partially because i didn't know who i was exactly, yeah. so when you don't know who you are it's gonna get toxic toxic because you're just like grasping at straws yeah, you're just yeah. like whatever works and you're just trying to get through it yeah you shouldn't be like that like everyone i've talked to who's in a good healthy relationship they're just like it's easy it's easy yeah. like they're like i'm just me they're yeah. them we just happen to get along and it works yeah that's what like a, a, another thing i see a lot is when people when guys and girls interact mm-hmm. in in that in that uh manner it's like 
It's like they don't act themselves. Yeah. So they just they act a certain way to get the person. Yes. And then they get into something, and, and then, then like, later on they you. find out, oh, this is not you. Like, yeah. What is going on? I'm like, yeah. And then for me, it's like, I, me personally, whenever I interact with girls, mm-hmm. I, in like in a romantic or whatever mm-hmm. way, I like, I'm like, yo, if I feel myself and I, if I feel like I'm gonna say something or do something that I don't support and I'm doing it because mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to get a certain reaction for out of yep. person, I'm like, yo, you need to stop this. I'm like constantly checking yeah. myself. To making sure that I'm doing something that's true to me. And I was, I'm like, similarly, like, I always used to hold back. Yeah. And be like, oh, people aren't going to like me if I'm so full on mm-hmm. and so forward at the beginning. Because yeah. I'm a, like, I'm a lot to handle. But then, huh, did you just agree? I said, no, about myself. <laughs> about myself. <laughs> we are both intense people. We are very intense people. And like... Like literally, you're not gonna get through a date with me without like me getting into like an in-depth mental health conversation yeah. or asking about like, your childhood traumas or whatever it is. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. a lot to handle. And I used to like hold so much back. And now I'm like, no, you know what? I'm a weird ass human. Yeah. You either want to be with this weird ass human or yeah. you don't, and that's fine if you don't. I'm not gonna waste my time. You don't have to waste yours. Yeah. And yeah, as soon as I recognize that I'm like, so I, I guess it's different for guys and girls. Like guys, I feel like. In my experience, I've had a lot of guys like uh, just agree with me. Yeah, because they just want to. Because they just wanted yeah. to like go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like whatever they it just is. Just gotta win. They see it as a game. A yeah, lot it's of like guys a game. game. Not all guys, but a lot of guys. Yeah, see it as a like game. I've definitely experienced it where like it, they see it as a game and they'll like just agree to anything I say. And so then sometimes I'll start saying things that I don't actually believe in just to yeah. see. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. I'm like, are you fucking around? Or are you actually feeling this way? Yeah. And then they'll like get caught in the line. And I'm like, you know, like I actually like totally don't think that way by the way <laughs> like just wondering where your head's at and they're like oh shit actually i don't yeah. think that way either and i was like so well, then why'd you agree yeah because they're insecure because they're insecure and like i think yeah people just need to learn like you're great the way you are and yeah. like me, but yeah, oh, like me personally, I'm I'm kind of glad that I never actually got into a relationship. I never had that. I was just mm-hmm. too busy with fucking life, dealing Active with life. 40, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so glad because I had so many insecurities, so many problems. Like, if I ever did get into something, I feel like it would have been so toxic for me, and it would just fuck me up even more. She's applying yeah. so much. It's, I have like a meeting after this that I have to go downtown for. So yeah, like, yeah. Um, like I'm so glad. Yeah, and I'm glad that I had my like first serious relationship early on. Like, 20 is pretty young. For... Is it? I don't know. I feel like people fucking think they're getting serious like young. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, so I never dated like properly when I was in high school. Like, I had one guy that I was dating, and he was a really he was such a douchebag. He used to break up with me for any major event. So like birthdays, Valentine's Day, so, like the classic. Yeah, the classic high school, high school relationship, prom. We like bought prom tickets and he broke up with me like two days before prom and was like I'm not coming and then literally asked me like to get back together with him three days after and I was like you, you just didn't want to go to prom you could have just said that um but I'm glad I like yeah see I tell my sister this all the time now that I've kind of seen it and gone through it don't get into a relationship when you don't know who you are yeah you don't know who you are to, and you don't know who you unless are unless you are a very strong person if you've been raised a certain way yeah. very strongly you don't really know who you are until you're in like your mid 20s man not I even still, in your mid 20s like, yeah like, 20s, like i'm still figuring my shit out yes me too and like i also think like we've matured a lot quicker than that's true yeah. some people around us because it just life's forces that way that we have I, yeah i'm pretty mature yeah but even like then it. like even ha- maturing 
quicker than my age, yeah, yeah. I still like You're don't still know there, yeah. who I am fully. Like I still have moments where I'm like, oh shoot, like what am I doing? Like why? Wh- what? Like what's going on in life? So yeah. yeah, like I'm like slightly glad that I had that relationship at 20. Mm-hmm. But I also, the more I think about it, I was like, I was so stuck there. Yeah. That like if it, like we had a at the end of our relationship, basically there was an incident where I was like. I, I have to break up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if that incident never happened, still I'd still be there, and I still like I'm just imagining my life if I was still there. Yeah. Like there was this moment where I saw my ex on a date with someone else, and it was the same day I quit my job. Mm. And I remember, oh, I remember yeah, and I was like really, really like at first I got really anxious just seeing him there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was sitting with my friend, and she's like, "But think about this. Last year." that you would have been you would have been there you would have yeah. been with him on this whatever dinner, dinner yeah. and now you're here celebrating that you quit your job to yeah. freelance and be self-employed and be an entrepreneur and whatever that is yeah and i'm like and she's like where would you rather be i'm like 100 percent right here where yeah, i am yeah, now for sure for sure uh, another thing uh insecurity is mm-hmm. is uh, a lot of people feel like they need to get something a certain thing and if they don't get it they're not worth it mm-hmm. you know so so like it might be a job yeah it might be a, a partner it might be just like a friendship it might be like a simple thing that yeah. you want but then you you base your worth on getting that thing mm-hmm. and you think oh if i get this thing then i'm worth it that insecurity yeah you feel like you're feeling that insecurity of your worth but uh, i remember I, I was talking to someone about um uh, she worked at a job or whatever and she wanted a certain position or whatever, something like that, right? And uh, she's like, I'm so stressed, this and that, about what if I don't get this job and all that stuff, right? I'm like, well, you have to understand, like, yo, that job doesn't doesn't uh, dictate your worth. Yeah. You, you gotta be okay with the fact that I might not get it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but what you but don't like not do thing do everything you can to get that yeah. job but just know that if you don't get it you're still worth it yeah and it's not at the end of the day honestly at the end of the day there's always going to be someone who can do it better yeah honestly. you have to live your life being like there's always someone who can do it better but i'm going to do this to the best of my, my ability, ability exactly and just believe in myself because exactly. no one's going to do it for you yeah whatever it is in this life you're responsible for your own actions no one is going to do it for you no one's going to live your life for you yeah that, uh, that's that i guess that's a really hard point to get to mm-hmm. like this person i was talking about like, i think like 26 27 too yeah like, and i'm younger but like it's just it is what it is like insecurities there's again they're not you're not born with them you get them from out, outside but like i feel like the, the, the best way to get rid of them is being being parented in a certain way mm-hmm. or being surrounded with certain people when you were young so you I, I see a lot of people that don't have well i don't know for sure but like they seem like it mm-hmm. but that they have their shit together because of the people that they were surrounded with yeah. when they were younger they still obviously have their insecurities mm-hmm. but they were surrounded by the right people and they're they're at a certain point in life where they feel confident in themselves where they can do whatever they need to do and i think it's ex- like honestly at the end of the day insecurities and everything life in general it's just all about acceptance accepting that life isn't perfect you're not perfect nothing is perfect and it's hard to get to that point but like even what was i watching i don't know i 
think I saw this on YouTube, but it was like Ariana Grande won like Woman of the Year. You're white. She won like Woman of the Year in some award and she like went up and she was giving her speech and she was like, you know what? Like people look at me winning this award and they're like, damn, she's got her shit together. And she's like, but personal, she's like career wise, she's like, this is the best year I've ever yeah, had. Like yeah, she's yeah. had a dope album. Like yeah. almost every single one of her singles has gotten like platinum. Like yeah. she's killing it. Yeah. And she's like, but honestly, personally, she's like, this has been the worst year of her life. Yeah. Like her, one of her exes passed away. She got engaged and then like got broken up. Got broken up. Like, yeah. And she's like, this is what, she's like, people need to know that just because you look like you have your shit together doesn't yeah, mean you true. have your shit together and no one ever has their shit together. Yeah, yeah. And it is just at the end of the day, recognizing like, we all have our flaws. We all have our insecurities, but the people around you will stick around you because despite all of your flaws, yeah, you're, you're still good. Like I wrote an article on it a while ago where my biggest flaw used like I thought my biggest flaw was my mental health yeah. was that I had very severe depression anxiety I was like this makes me yeah. not worth it this makes yeah, yeah. me like because of my depression anxiety I can't get this job or I can't yeah. do this or I can't do that or whatever it was mm -hmm. and now I'm got, like when I went to London last year I yeah. like had the most amazing opportunity to speak in front of fucking Will and Kate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. literal prince, princess royalty. I'm sitting in a room. I've been flown out. Mm -hmm. Like, someone paid for me to be in that room yeah. and talk to these people. Ministers from around the world. All of this stuff. And I, like, the whole time when I was going there, I was like, why me? I don't understand. Why am I doing this? Like, this, I shouldn't, I shouldn't it's have this. Syndrome. Like, imposter syndrome. But I remember going back to my hotel that day and still had having that imposter syndrome but what I realized is what I thought was my biggest flaw so my like depression anxiety all my mental health issues your challenges yeah all my challenges have become my biggest strength exactly. like without all of the hardship that I went through and all of that stuff I would not be able to deliver my mental health talks the way I do because yeah. I relate on a personal level yeah. like it means something to me and that's why I've been I've, I've gotten good at what I do and so like we talked about before, your biggest strength is synonymous with your biggest weakness. Yeah. Your strengths are your insecurities. Your insecurities can become your strengths if you just use them properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like what the the easiest or the, the thing we have to understand that is usually the the the, 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 the root of most insecurities is what other people think. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is what it's that's. That's the root of all insecurity. Like it's like what you why. think about yeah, what other people just, think. Yeah, it's like we care too much about what other people mm -hmm. think. We want other people to like us way too much, mm -hmm. and we need to be taught or grown up in a certain way that that's not the case. And I feel like in the immigrant community, that is more prevalent than I guess North American. That's just white Caucasian, yeah, or whatever. It's like Western culture versus Eastern culture. Like yeah. most Eastern cultures, like whether it be. Indian, Chinese, whatever, whatever African, African whatever. we grow up with a sense of community. It's always yeah. about you do this for the community for the because community, we've yes. all lived off each other. Like, yeah, like we, we lived in like huts and shit. Like, yeah, you but have we to like, depend on each yeah, other. Yeah, you depend yeah. on each other. Like, someone's so a someone rice has farm. to like me to help me. Yeah, so yeah. like someone's a rice farmer, someone yeah. does this, someone goes, like, you live as a community. Yeah. But here, like, Western culture is very different where it's very individualistic. It's like you have your farm. And you do everything on your farm. Like, you don't need a farm. Like, you got a fucking cell phone and grocery market. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah. But, like, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about, like, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, like, I know, yeah, yeah. This translates throughout history is, yeah. 
that's how we've grown up and so west and sorry eastern cultures we are just raised to think more about other people other people like it's good yeah but there are also like obviously downsides mm-hmm. to that and that the, the insecurities what people think all that is one of those downsides right mm-hmm. but it's hard like it's a like eastern they're so rich but then you have all these kind of formalities built into yeah our cultures to please other people right it's like how do you find that fine balance like if you could go if you find that balance between north american and like eastern Mm -hmm. cultures like that that midpoint is 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 that like i don't know goldilocks zone or whatever goldilocks zone okay yeah okay yeah it took a minute yeah but i think i mean we're lucky where we have we're almost we're kind of there we're kind of there yeah. yeah We're lucky where we've grown up with our parents giving us this like Eastern mindset, yeah. but we've also seen the Western culture. Yes. So we're in a unique position where we can use both yeah. of those sides and it's just learning to be okay with who you are. Like I rejected teaching it for, your kids. Yeah, and teaching your kids. And so deal with your own traumas. Yeah. Figure out your own shit. Be secure in who you are and know regardless of what anyone else says, you were fucking dope. Thanks. I appreciate it. I wasn't you. talking about you. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about the collective wow. you. You're dope too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm talking about the collective, like no, no, the universal you. Like yes, everyone is great in their own way. And once you just accept yourself for who you are, accept your flaws, accept your insecurities, accept just who you are as a person, the right people will come around you. Things will fall into place. And I, I know it sounds so stupid and so corny and like <laughs> yeah. fake like this is just something like something you hear in a movie yeah like believe in yourself believe in yourself believe in yourself it's so true yeah it it's is true. true once you just believe in yourself believe in yourself because no one's gonna do it for you yeah be you everyone else is already taken exactly all of these cheesy cheesy things are true yeah they are uh, but and but you have to accept that you will never i don't think anybody in this world is has no insecurity exactly. is perfect so you have to understand the biggest celebrity, the most successful person mm-hmm. around you still has their insecurities mm-hmm. and they're just, they just learned how to deal with them, right? Yeah. That's what you just gotta do, grow through it. I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw someone tweet, uh, grow through what you go through. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's something that Tanbeer would put up on our story. It wasn't her though. <laughs> it wasn't? Well, it shout was out to Tanbeer. She's someone I yeah, adore yeah, 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 who yeah, lives yeah. her life unapologetically. Yeah. There's so many people in our lives that... Yo, a story about Tanbeer, uh, about not giving a fuck about people. Yeah. Uh, so this, this is a quick story. This will end, up, end off the podcast uh-huh. in 40 minutes. Uh, this past weekend, <clears throat> I was working at a wedding and she came to do a performance. And she knew the bride and groom or whatever, obviously. But uh, she came to do a performance. She was going to leave. Uh-huh. And I was working. So we just ended up chilling. Uh-huh. And she didn't have a suit on or anything, right? She didn't really know a lot of people. Yeah. And she's a dancer. And she's like, yo, when I hear music, yeah, I want to dance. And she was just uh, sitting at her table. And I was kind of just... I was kind of jamming with her, but she was just kind of like fucking dancing alone, and she did not give a fuck what people think. And she's, I was like, "Yo, yeah. I rate that so hard." She's one of my favorite humans. Yeah, she's dope. I like. I'm very similar. Like me and her vibe really well, and like I also love dancing. And like I used to be really insecure about what like dancing in public. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I like when I dance, like it's it's full out. Like I'm going on like it's like a performance in my head. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not just dancing. Like I'm going full on, and so yeah. like. 
I always felt like I had to scale back and seeing her do that I was like that's inspirational to me like she looks yeah, really unapologetically like, I, I love her for it I saw people giving her weird looks but she did not give a no, fuck because, and I, I thought it was so gangster yeah I loved it like people will be drawn to you and we have so many people like that in our lives like I think you do this very well yeah. where people like will call you up and be like what are you acting like a bitch for or yeah, whatever yeah. like they want to say and you're like this is just this is what I think yeah, and like I'm trying to get better about it all like there's so many amazing people like that I've met in the past year that just lived their lives unapologetically yeah and even like the, the another uh, the upside to Tanvir's story is there's all these little kids that are just coming up yeah. and she's like you're, you're such an amazing dancer and like they want to be dancers and stuff and there's mm-hmm. so many people that are giving, showing her love for it too it's just like it's just how you see yeah, it it's, it's, it's just when you be you everything will fall into place yeah. at the end of the day we've said this a million times now live your life unapologetically accept who you are accept your flaws have fucking fun because yeah. life's too short to be too serious all the time I agree with that we're out yeah. bye <laughs>